0: up on today's federal newscast customs and border protection is hoping to convince border patrol agents to stay on longer security clearances officially become the defense department's responsibility and in the hopes of stopping their headquarters from relocating two agencies at usda may be looking to unionize these stories and more in today's federal newscast Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Customs and Border Protection will start paying Border Patrol agents a little more for sticking around. A new retention incentive will pay GS-12 and 13 agents a quarterly bonus equal to 5% of their base pay if they enter into a 12-month service agreement. The agreements will become available to agents in May. President Trump signs a long-awaited executive order to transfer the government-wide security clearance program from the Office of Personnel Management to the Defense Department. The EO renames the Defense Security Service as the Defense Counterintelligence and Security Agency and designates it as the new government-wide security clearance provider. The EO instructs the OPM Director and Defense Secretary to begin transferring OPM people, resources, funding and IT to the Pentagon starting June 24th. The existing National Background Investigations Bureau will conduct security clearances through September 30th. Employees at the Agriculture Department's Economic Research Service are considering taking steps to unionize in the hopes of keeping their headquarters from moving. They'll vote May 9th on whether they should form a collective bargaining unit under the American Federation of Government Employees. The National Institute of Food and Agriculture will also be voting later in May. AFGE says it's not promising employees that it can block the proposed relocation of ERS and NIFA outside of Washington, but says a bargaining unit would give them a louder voice to protest the relocation. A former State Department employee pleads guilty to conspiring with Chinese agents. The Justice Department says Candace Claiborne accepted tens of thousands of dollars in gifts and benefits from the two foreign agents in exchange for copies of internal State Department documents concerning topics such as U.S. economic strategies. Before the end of this year, the State Department Inspector General will issue a final decision on the legality of an agency reorganization proposed under former Secretary Rex Tillerson. In a new work plan, state IG Steve Lennox says his office will determine whether the proposed reorg complies with federal law and guidance from the Office of Management and Budget. Tillerson proposed the agency reorg under an executive order President Trump signed in 2017 to streamline agency operations. OMB updates its guidance on the Information Quality Act. It's a 2001 law aimed at ensuring the data used in agency research is accurate. The memo orders agencies to refresh their policies on what research requires peer review and send annual peer review reports to the Office of Information and Regulatory Affairs. The memo also tasks agencies with releasing information on the quality of their data to the public. A new chief technologist website from the Defense Department looks to keep members of the military, industry, academia, and allied partners in the loop with the Pentagon's research and development efforts. DOD hopes the site will help it engage with a broader research community. An industry day for a major IT contract with the Army Corps of Engineers will be held on May 22nd. USACE is looking for ways to support its 39,000 users of its more than 1,500 sites and two data centers. Bloomberg government projects the modern information technology services contract could be worth between $250 and $500 million. The Army's Chief Data Officer is leaving for a similar job in the Department of the Navy. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has details. Tom Sasala's last day working for the Army will be on Friday. His new position will be the Director of Data Management in the Office of the Navy Chief Management Officer. He has been in his current role since April of twenty seventeen. Before that, he was the Chief Technology Officer at the Pentagon's Joint Service Provider. At least for now, the new Navy position won't come with the official title of Chief Data Officer. The Navy has been mulling whether to designate a CDO for several years. Jared Serbu Federal News Network. The federal data strategy enters the final clearance stage. Federal CIO Suzette Kent says she's hopeful it will be out in the next 30 days. She says the strategy and initial guidance that describes how agencies should implement the Foundations of Evidence-Based Policymaking Act will be tied together. The guidance and the strategy will also describe the role of the chief data officer and how the CDO should work with the CIO and privacy officer. The Bureau of the Fiscal Service hangs out the Innovations Wanted sign and opens its doors to industry. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has more. The Office of Financial Innovation and Transformation and Treasury's Bureau of the Fiscal Service is having an open house for contractors Friday afternoons for topic-specific presentations. OFIT says the goal of these sessions is to educate federal financial management professionals and possibly identify new projects government-wide. Vendors are asked to bring ideas and technologies to solve current business problems or improve federal financial management processes through innovations or emerging technologies. OFID is interested in a range of topics, including identity and access management and data analytics. I'm Jason Miller. Two Trump administration efforts to secure the federal supply chain get going in earnest this month. First, the Homeland Security Department's Supply Chain Risk Management Task Force held an all-day meeting yesterday to develop plans and recommendations to improve information sharing and the use of data to make risk-based decisions. Coming next week, the Federal Acquisition Security Council will hold its first meeting to enhance the government's supply chain risk management practices and begin work on a complementary set of work streams as the DHS industry effort. A former employee working for a NASA contractor is found to have falsified pollution test results at the agency's Wallops Island facility in Virginia. Court documents say Monica Borowitz tampered the results of testing for total gel doll nitrogen, which is pollution from stormwater runoff and sewage that can cause algae blooms. And a Transportation Department decision means Americans could soon see packages literally dropping in on them. More now from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. The Federal Aviation Administration gives the go-ahead to a consortium to offer commercial package delivery by drone. A collaboration of jet charter operator Wing Aviation, the Mid-Atlantic Aviation Partnership, and Virginia Tech University receives certification to operate in Blacksburg, Virginia. It's the first such certification under a DOT initiative called Integration Pilot Program, aimed at safe unmanned aerial operations in U.S. airspace. I'm Tom Tammin. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on iTunes or Podcast One, and follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.